Podcast. This is Match Lava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Match Lava, and today is Wednesday, June 30th, 2021. We are about to wrap up the first half of this year, and it's crazy. I mean, we are just cruising through the year. There really isn't a whole lot of like things that haven't happened yet. I mean, we've had a ton happen in the first half of the year, and things that I never thought would happen. We've had tons of restocks, tons of awesome items amazing amazing shoe releases it's been an awesome first half of the year and things are opening back up in america and the world so as that continues to happen i could see some opening up of some of these stores that have either been closed off or limited capacity or just like in general i could see people kind of being ready to get out again and with that comes a little bit of a dip in sales, and I think that a lot of us have seen that, but it's also summertime, and we do have a little bit of a dip of sales in summer anyway, just because everybody wants to get outside. But I do think that as Christmas time comes around, and as we get into Q4, especially right around that time, we could see a lot of sales for gifts and stuff like that. And I think that last year was gonna be super pumped up just because of all the stimulus we had, and because people were stuck inside and they just wanted stuff to do, and consoles and things like that were selling like crazy but this year i could see stuff doing really well and and it's just barring that we don't have any economic setbacks right that the economy doesn't completely tank or something like that i could see us doing really well this year because you're gonna have a lot of people that didn't go to christmas last year that are excited for it this year that really want to give their kids a good christmas this year and the only thing that's going to have changed is that there isn't all that stimulus floating around and that's that is that is going to be a big factor in whether or not we have a big Q4 because last year having that and, and having that money. And, and I don't think that we got the second check around until like after Christmas. So that kind of being said, we ended up getting some money throughout the year and there's a lot of people at home. So really what ended up happening was you had a lot of people skewing towards online. You had some stimulus money floating around, but this year you still have some. And I mean, a lot of it's probably spent by now, but at the same time, I do think a lot more people are going back to work. I think a lot more people are going to be employed. I think that we're going to see a big change in things that would kind of promote the sale of items during Q4, especially with so many people skewing online still. I mean, it's not like people are going to be going in stores forever. People are kind of skewing more towards doing e-commerce and buying online and things like that, especially a lot of the older people and grandparents and stuff who were forced into using e-commerce just based on the events around them and the fact they couldn't go outside. So it was it was really a, a change in mindset, I think. I think a lot of people shifted. I think you saw a lot more online services perk up here. And I do think that that's going to shift people more towards a online buying kind of way of doing things this year. Similar to what we saw last year. I don't know if it'll be as high in sales as what we saw, but it'll still be pretty good and and better, I think, than what we saw in 2019. So that's what I'm excited for. I'm excited to get that under my belt. I'm excited to get this VA thing under my belt. And talking yesterday, I, I love doing this podcast. I don't know if anybody realizes this, but I love doing this podcast for for reasons where I can share information that I come across, but also because it's just a great time to reflect and think on my day. And yesterday I kind of had an epiphany during the podcast, which was why am I spending all this time trying to hire somebody that's outside of, that's outside of the country in doing, or, or maybe not even just outside the country. Maybe why am I trying to jump through all these hoops to hire a virtual assistant? Why don't I maybe pay a little bit more at the beginning, get my processes down 
And then once I have that set up, I can look into finding cheaper work and kind of have systems put in place to have the person come on and actually be brought on very efficiently. Right now, the first person's probably gonna be, I mean, optimistically it'll go decent, but in all reality, it could be a train wreck. I don't know what I don't know, and I don't know what I'm expecting somebody to come in and be able to do or what somebody should be able to do as a new virtual assistant or what they, they would want to do or how well they'll work. So all these things are kind of gonna play into it, and I'm just gonna try and, and figure out, hey, like what can I improve with my systems? What sort of things can I make easier for them? Because the easier their lives are, the faster they'll be able to get their work done and I'll be able to save hopefully more money or get more done with them and be able to buy more have them sell more for me because they'll be doing some of my listing and stuff like that. So it'll be efficient and, and a lot better overall. But that just kind of goes back to what I wanted to talk about briefly today, which is that there are multiple solutions to every problem. And the multiple solutions for this problem of, of being able to list and being able to get the, the bookkeeping done without me having to do it and stuff, that can be accomplished in a number of different ways. I could hire out family, I could hire out VAs, I could hire out VAs from the Philippines, I could hire out VAs from other parts of the world, I could hire out local VAs from, from the United States and stuff like that. There's differences to each of them and each of them have their own pluses and minuses. For me, I don't wanna be always relying on my family, right? I love my family, but I don't want to be stuck where they are the ones that are, are doing my business for me and if something happens to them or if they just decide they don't wanna do it anymore, well, nobody would really understand my business like me other than maybe the people that are around me when I'm doing it. So it would be a massive disadvantage for me just because I don't have somebody else like that. A, another virtual assistant that's on the other side of the world or even the country would have no idea what my business actually looks like, like family would. So that's a, a disadvantage that I could see causing my business to have some fragility and, and one of the reasons I don't wanna do it other than the fact that I just don't want, like I, I'm probably not going to be looking to pay the most amount of money for what they're going to be doing. I'm trying to pay actually the least and I don't want to put myself in a weird predicament with family where I'm trying to figure out what the best price to pay them is and stuff. It's just a weird situation for me to be in. So I've kind of avoided that and I, I want to avoid that if I can, but I'm looking into hiring maybe somebody a little bit easier to work with, whether it's because like some of the places I was looking at before do have some issues where there are do have some issues where there are some sorts of uh, just some things that could could spring up where where they may not be able to access my eBay account from different parts of the world and stuff. So there's a lot of things to consider with it. But going back to what I want to talk about, the multiple solutions to every problem. Every problem has various solutions that you can come up with, and through those solutions, you have to fi figure out which the best one is. And most of the time I find out that there usually is like one clear, like good solution, and then a bunch of other solutions that are probably not good. And the one that I try and pick is obviously the easiest, simplest, best way to get it done. But oftentimes you find out that, that best way to get it done ends up being cut off for some reason. And usually in my case, it's something that I did, right? I, I chose to do it this way and now I ended up hurting myself from being able to take all these other outlets. like. Like the way I listed an item, maybe I didn't put in my description this this one little thing and the buyer's going back on that. Well, now I have a bunch of different solutions I can offer them in order to keep the sale and make my money, but they aren't as good as saying, hey, eBay, 
look, this is clearly in the description because it wasn't in the description, right? So I may have to say, hey, I'm sorry, that's my bad. Can I refund you your shipping? Or can I take a percentage off of the item? Or can we work something out here where I, I send you a second one if I have some in stock and you send me that one back or something like that? Like like there are there are other solutions to every problem and it's getting creative and not just saying, okay, fine, I'm stuck with this return. I mean, if, you're, if, if it's going to be a return and the person's very adamant about it, you're stuck with the return. But if there's some leeway there, you can at least ask, hey, is there another solution to this? Is there something that would suffice? Would you be comfortable with taking a percentage off of the final sales price? Or like like for me, if, if it's a small flaw in the item, I'd be much happier to say, okay, if it's not that noticeable and it's not going to affect the quality or the use of it, then I'd much rather just take a small percentage off the item. Hey, I got a deal on the item. It's not that big of a flaw. It's a small thing and it is what it is, right? Like that for me would be sufficient, but some people can't do that. Some people want it to be perfect. So they are expecting it to be brand new. And when you list it as new, it has to be as if it just came off the the conveyor line. And and that's fine. I mean, that's, that's the definition of new, but people have varying degrees of what they expect out of a transaction. And what you what may work for one person won't necessarily work for another person. So the point of this all is though, is you can get creative, you can do different things to be able to solve the problems that come up in your business. And doing that, getting creative, kind of putting yourself in, in the situation to say, I'm going to try and take control of the situation and make the best possible outcome for me and those involved. That is the way you will be able to be more successful. I mean, just a small thing today that, that happened at work that I was kind of thinking about this with is, we were supposed to have something delivered next day. We had a production thing that we were running at work and it needed to be delivered today. It was supposed to be delivered yesterday by 5 p.m. and it wasn't. And I needed it by 9 a.m. today. And they, I got into work. I asked them, hey, was it delivered? Because I leave a little bit before 5. They said no. And I called up the shipping company and they said, well, we can deliver it by 1.30, which is like clearly not what they promised and clearly not acceptable for what we need to run today. And after talking to them a little bit, I, I basically said, okay, well, where is the truck now? Because it was a local-ish company. By the time they had gotten to us, they had kind of made it a town over from us. And they said, well, he won't be able to get to you till 1.30, but he is like 10, 10 or 20 minutes away. So instead of him kind of dealing with trying to get through all these shipping things, I just had a guy jump in a truck and we rode over together grabbed the item that we needed for our production run and then got back to the shop and saved ourselves four and a half hours and got everything done in time to be able to do our analysis in the morning. And that sort of a thing kind of made me think, wow, like if I hadn't called them and I hadn't done anything about it, it probably would have showed up today, but it would have been way later than we needed it to. And if I hadn't tried to take control of that and actually said, hey, like this is, needs to be handled and I need to figure out a different solution than just like kind of burying my head in the sand and saying, hey, well, it's 1.30, that sucks. Like. I wouldn't have been able to get that thing done in the morning and it needed done this morning. So that all points back to there's a lot of things that will happen in a business. There's a lot of things that will spring up on you. And the most important thing to remember is that there's usually more than one solution. And if you can take a step back and say, okay, if the first thing's not working, what is the thing that I need to do? What is the best thing I can do? What is the question I can ask to say, okay, fine. If, if option A doesn't work, what are the other options? And if they say nothing, say, really like nothing there's nothing i can do there's nobody i can work with on this is there somebody else i could talk to like trying to get around the person that's giving you an issue and find the person that can help you find a solution or coming up with your own solution that is how you will find success and that is how you will be able to build a business successfully so that being said i'm gonna get going you guys have a great rest of your wednesday and i will talk to you tomorrow with another podcast have a good one peace